Hello, my friends, Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com on the first day of the our first broadcast for 2024. I was wondering, it was a little dark in here. <laughs> we're excited uh, to get into the devotional and actually we're staying in the same devotional. So we're just going back to the beginning because we had started in July. Right. I don't know, maybe one day we'll start at the beginning of the year with a new devotional. Ever. Yeah. Ever work? No. It'll have to be a year from now. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, please check out the website. We have a bunch of interesting content. Hopefully you can find something that is useful for you in your walk with Christ. And if you haven't met him yet, Jesus will meet you where you are. Uh, we love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Uh, send us a, your comments, suggestions, prayer requests. And if you care to pray for us too, we love that. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, please click the donate now button and super important, like share, subscribe this video, whatever platform you're watching, thumbs up is a blessing for us, whether it's YouTube, Apple podcasts or, uh, Facebook. Yes. And make sure and comment and let us know what you think about the devotional or what we have to say, or maybe you have something completely different, um, uh, coming to you from the devotional. That would be awesome if you would put it in the comment section. Uh, even if you're watching the replay, uh, that would be great. Um, and also make sure and remember to let us know if you have a prayer request so that at the end yes. of the show, uh, towards the end of the show, we can uh, include it in our prayer. The last thing that you need to do, or not last thing, just another one of the many things you need just to do. Just another one. Like it's so much work. <laughs> We're trying not to give you too much homework. <laughs> is uh, go to our sponsors, LifeWise.tv. The new product's shipping out. The beauty so, product? Yeah. So I'll be able to talk about it and show you what it looks like and what it is all about. But um, I can't wait because the other stuff works fantastic. I love it. Right. So go to LiveLifeWise.tv. That will make sure and let them know that you are being referred to them from our show. Uh, and then we have StreamYard. Uh, use uh, get the URL GetStreamYardNow.com to use this platform to broadcast out to others to let them know what it is that you um, um, have an expertise in or want to talk about if it's a devotional. Maybe you want to do book book reviews. I've thought about doing that too because we have so many books that we have that we kind of go through. That would require them. us to read them. I, I peruse them. Peruse them, yes. <laughs> Maybe we should do a book review on perusing a book like this is how you kind of read a book. That could be the name. That could be the whole thing about the podcast. Books right. to Peruse right. by Hetty and Andy. There you go. And they go, this book I perused or and it was amazing. Walking by a book. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like by a book, like meaning walking by it, not B -U walking. B-U-I -I or no, B-Y? B-Y. Oh, okay. I just realized it could be B-U-Y. We're, we're giving you all kinds of great ideas that you can do your own podcast yes. and use StreamYard to do it. StreamYard. Remember that you can use the video and then it'll save the audio so that you can put it up as a podcast. So if you're wondering, like, if what if I just wanted the audio? You can do that. Don't worry about it. And you don't have to go live. You can right. record it and then upload it. And our scripture for the day is Daniel 1, 8 through 16. So get that prepared in your Bible. Uh, or uh, if you're watching on a computer, you can bring it up on a tab like we do. And, uh, and read along with us when we get to that part. Yes. The other thing is you see that window's open too. We had some, we have people that come into our house today and, and did a little work and obviously they moved our light. We didn't oh, do that. That's <laughs> and, and they left this window open over here, which you normally have the blinds closed. So if it looks a little odd, blame it on our, our people. All right. We're reading from 
as uh, Hedy has said, can we continue in uh, Tozier for the Christian leader for, oh, about six or seven months. <laughs> and then yeah, we'll we're change. not doing it over. <laughs> we just started in July. Yes. And uh, it is entitled The Set of Our Sails. Set of Our Sails. Set of Our Sails. You ever go sailing? No. Really? That's a shocker to you, I'm sure. It is because people from Beverly Hills, I always see them on yachts. <laughs> I've been sailing. on a yacht, but not sailing. Oh, well. Not sailing with like a thing and you, yeah, no. You, didn't, you haven't uh, climbed a pole and <laughs> dropped down the 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 canvas, this canvas sails. Oh, no, like sail, they do in sails. the movies and yeah. watching those? Yeah, no. That at, looked horrifying. You've never stood in the crow's nest? No. With a, with a monocle or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> a binocular? It's not nope. a binocular because it's one. A, monoc a, mon a monocle. No, that's the thing that goes in your eye. Oh, yeah. I don't anyways, know what that's called. What is that called? The, the set the of single, our sales. The single thing that you push out. What is that called? Hardy har har. <laughs> Papa used it. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> the set of our sales. Let's get back on track. Yes. The set of our sales. Daniel 1, 8. That says, but Daniel proposed in his heart purposed. that he. Oh, my gosh. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Though we do not hear much of it in, the, in this age of spineless religion, there is nevertheless much in the Bible, there is nevertheless much in the Bible about the place of moral determination in the service of the Lord. Jacob bowed a bow, and it was the beginning of a very wonderful life with God. Daniel purposed in his heart, and God honored his purpose. Jesus set his face like a flint and walked straight toward the cross. Paul determined not to know anything among you have saved Jesus Christ and him crucified. These are only a few of the many men of the Bible who have left us with a record of spiritual greatness born out of a will firmly set to do the will of God. Let us then set ourselves in the will of God. If we do this, we will certainly find ourselves moving in the right direction, no matter which way the wind blows. Lord, help us to serve you unreservedly. We are often pulled in other directions, but keep us focused and faithful, undeterred and undefiled. In Jesus' name, amen. That is such a fantastic paragraph. The let, prayer? Or? Let No, this part here. Let us then set ourselves in the will of God. If we do this, we will certainly find ourselves moving in the right direction, no matter which way the wind blows. Yes. If we could just do that without panicking and panicking, turning in. Yeah, and turning out, uh, you know, if we could just let it happen, wouldn't that be fantastic? Yes. Why do we so often get in the way? We barely get uh, uh, out of the dock. Before we start flailing about <laughs> pulling on the sail moving it this way no 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 i think we should go left no i think we should go west i think we should go north i think we should turn around i don't think we should be on the boat it's getting a little rough it's getting a little rough let's get off <laughs> wait whose idea was it to get on the boat can we go back <laughs> can we go back i'm getting a little seasick that is oh. that is the world today wow christian us too we we I, I, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong. Yes. And that's not because of who we are. It is who he is. 
that we have, we have, I think both of us have gotten better at, we get greater distance than we used to. Oh, without flailing. <clears throat> without yeah. flailing. Um, and we've kind of like weightlifting, I think. Yeah. And sometimes we, I think we've also learned to what, what often happens in, I think in the ocean, well, at least by the movies I watch, I'm not much of a sailor. I usually have a motor connected to my boat. Um, and that is that they sometimes have to, to steer into the wind to catch it again. There's, there's things they have to, they have to maneuver like, Oh no, we, we moved out of the wind right. and we, they have to move back in. I, I think we found uh. ourselves doing that from time to time we get a little panic today we had a phone call that we were deciding whether we should make or not yes and then we were i was in one i was in my car you were somewhere in your car, my in, car too. in your car and um we had limited time and we, we there was a bit of a saying well you know because of the time maybe we shouldn't make the call or maybe if we go now then we don't have to stay on the call right <laughs> right we're going through all these things and we go okay give it a minute let it marinate yeah let's see if the if God's wind picks back up and it, it all of a sudden we decided, you know what? We, you know, we have to do this now. Yes. Uh, and we, and it's good. And it, it was good decision. The, time, he, the, the other person ended the call before our time was up. Right. Which was crazy. I've right. never seen him do that before. <laughs> He's usually a little bit ch chatty. And it was, it was one of those rewards that God gives you and said, okay, you followed my lead. You, you, you listened to my prompting. And it was fantastic. I, I dare say it was one of the best difficult calls that I've ever been involved in. in my entire life. <laughs> That's saying a lot. <laughs> That's good. Most of my calls that are difficult don't because then I get involved. Yeah. I get involved. Right. And uh, they go horribly wrong. Yeah. The, the boat sinks. <laughs> <laughs> I love this reference that we could use in so many different ways. Um, what are your thoughts about the devotional or about what we've already talked about? What do you think? Uh, just the idea to keep uh, moral determination. I think it's super important. I think we talk about that quite a bit uh, about the moral determination because I, we are easily deterred by fleshly desires or the um, allure of Satan that wants us looking and doing something else. I was listening to a great sermon by Robert Morris, who is talking about uh, New Year's resolutions for 2024 in regards to our faith. And he was saying it's so important, bless you, that with the deluge of negativity that we ingest, whether it's through the news, through social media, through movies, we need to overcome the darkness with light. And the only way we do that is we ingest God's word and spend time looking at light. Mm. So, you know, eyes being the windows of the soul, whatever we are subjecting our eyes to enters our soul. And we need to counteract all the negativity with light. And I think that not only is a purification process, but it creates that determination mm. because I think the more time we spend in God's word or doing God's work, the um, the better our resolve becomes. Like we didn't just wake up one day and be like, oh, we're so good at listening to God. You know what I mean? It's it's literally <laughs> trial and error. You just you do it and you forget and then something bad happens and then you try again and then you do it and you're like on your knees crying. Oh, God, help. Oh, help me surrender. Hope. 
I mean, uh, I've stopped praying for God to do things. I just pray for him to calm me. Mm. Like I used to pray, oh, you know, how about this? Or like, can you make this happen or that happen? Um, I've always been a little bit afraid of it, but now I'm just like, can you just give me peace and help me get through whatever it is that's happening right now? Right. You know, and give us the wisdom to do what's right. And the root of that is moral determination. Hmm. I mean, you can't do, you can't hear from God. I don't, I don't believe you can surrender and hear from God unless you are physically surrendering yourself to the power of the Holy Spirit and saying, um, transform me. Amen. Yeah. You know, otherwise. Moral determination. Yeah. I love that. You just make that up? I know. It's it's torture. (laughs) I got it from him. I say nothing clever on my own. Uh, Carrie says she's doing good. Uh, Lisa was. Are you trying to? Are you trying to do my job? Lisa was wondering how Carrie was doing. She's doing great. <laughs> there you go. Take over. <laughs> oh, cute. Oh, hi. Everybody's saying hi. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> hi, Carrie. And Lisa's asking how Carrie's doing. And oh, Kathy, Spirit One View, is asking. <laughs> hello. She's saying hello. And Carrie's saying she's doing good. Awesome. And we have Cindy on. Hey, Cindy. And everybody's saying hi. And Carrie's got a praise report. Eddie is able to walk from the bedroom to the kitchen for yes. coffee. Woohoo. We're going to keep saying prayers for um, Eddie for sure. And um, uh, as Kathy says, the set of my sails is right down her alley. Even though her yours was in uh, the sky. Very similar. Yes. Or were you also, what do they call them? A boat? A boater? A boat. <laughs> A boater, a, sa- is- a sailor, <laughs> a sailor, a sailor. Oh, Peggy saying amen. And Carrie agrees. It's good when God leads. Wisdom and surrender are my constant request. Yes, give me a double portion of wisdom. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Thank you, Schnooks. I, you know what? You often say that you don't have a sense of humor, but you are sometimes you're so funny. Occasionally, occasionally. <laughs> But it could be a boater. Carrie like that. Carrie's yeah. like a boater. <laughs> I am not an outdoorsy person in case you haven't gathered that as of yet. But I just Whoa. know very little about anything that has to do with the outdoors. Here's our friend Yvonne Kennedy. From, hey, Yvonne. Uh, a retired Marine. Good evening. Yes. What kind of weapons do you still have, Yvonne? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, she's going to rattle them off on yeah. what is the internet. I, I bet you she has a, an AR or... Probably most soldiers do. She probably doesn't have like a laws rocket or a a mortar. Nor would I. Nor nor do I think it's a good idea for her to mention that. (laughs) (laughs) She probably has a Hummer. (laughs) (laughs) She has a Hummer equipped. Do we do we know where Yvonne lives? Like what state? Don't don't. She doesn't want you to tell that either. Not a geo. I don't need a geolocation (laughs) tag. Just like what state? (laughs) The jogger does not go outdoors. I literally go around my block and walk, but that's (laughs) that's the extent of it. It's really not a very grand distance, Hmm. and I would not call it jogging. It it is a brisk walk. Uh, Ohio. Ohio. 
Ohio. Ohio. Nice. What band sang about Ohio? I mean, it's on the tip of my tongue. Is okay. it uh, the Pretenders? No. No idea. Can we get to Daniel? No, there's a really good song about Ohio. Okay. A, 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 okay. An 80s That's rock sounds band. Sounds like a squirrel. Oh my gosh! It just kicks. It kicks in every time I hear the word Ohio. All right, uh, let's get to the scripture, Snooks. Okay. <laughs> so this is like one of my favorite passages of scripture because, um, first of all, I just love Daniel. Um, so prophetic, of course, as you all know. But just this, the boldness of Daniel and the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Of course, everybody loves mm -hmm. that story. I love that story. Um, but this particular passage, I actually have you know, done the Daniel fast, which, which was extremely... Um, worthwhile for me. I, I guess it always depends on how much of a meat eater you are. Um, but for me, it was a big deal. So we start with uh, verse eight, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. Well, now God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my Lord, my the king who has assigned your food and drink. Well, if he should see you looking worse than the other young men your age, the king would have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servant in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this test and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and wine, and they were to drink and give them vegetables instead. So I did a Daniel fast with the intention of staying away from wickedness and things that were um, not of God. Like, you know, you do this whole intentionality about the fast. And it was, it was really cool. It was very hard. I did it for the 40 days of Lent. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know. What did that, really in, awesome. I mean, I don't know if you can share or not, but what does yeah. that include? Just vegetables. Oh. It, it, that'd be so hard. I, I've thought about it several times. Yeah, but, and then I mean, no, no bread. And this was literally just vegetables. No mm. bread, no rice, no grains, nothing but vegetables. Grains are not vegetables? No. <laughs> potatoes are they're grown they're grown but they're not a vegetable oh. hmm. I, and now you're making me think twice why are you confusing <laughs> me anybody know that am i correct grains are not a vegetable <laughs> i just i mean it, I, I, it grows out of the ground and yeah but it's not a vegetable it. are you sure i ladies somebody back <laughs> me up here Please tell him that grains are not a vegetable, right? Okay, somebody. I think, I think Carrie's got an answer for us. Okay, let's see. Grains are carbs, but they're not a vegetable. Hmm. Kate's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> now we see you, Hi, Kate. Kate. You're not invisible. No. They're there, and then the other one showed up. Russia's theme song, My City Was Gone. Saying it's about Ohio. Oh. Oh. Was that the one? I don't know. What that's well, you probably thinking. you don't recognize the name of it, but I bet you if you heard it, it's one. Yeah, I'd have to up. hear it. it probably. Is. Oh, Thank hey, uh, not Ohio. Ohio, <laughs> not Ohio. 
Oh, hi, yeah. I have no oh. idea what that means. I guess that's how you're supposed to say Grains it. Grains are a product of a vegetable, but they're not in the vegetable food group. Oh. Peggy Grease. I love these conversations. I mean, Grains we learned so vegetables. much on the show. This is what I love about doing this show. <laughs> and I never even thought about it before uh, until just now. Yep. Oh, I, not, I, not I, to confuse you, but because I really no, I know I you think sometimes it. that it, I always pretty... only got confused because you were so insistent. <laughs> but I was before that conversation, not confused at all. But you were just like, no, it comes on the ground. I was like, huh? Wait, I know. Wait, no, yeah. it doesn't. No, it does I, come from the ground, but it's not a vegetable. I've often thought about doing the vegetarian thing, and I, no, I've no, just I never seen enough evidence to show me. Because whenever you know somebody that's a vegetarian, they're, they're, they're always ha they, they look terrible. <laughs> sorry, anybody, uh, you, yeah, got, you look fantastic. You're the exception. Uh, but uh, they always have to add some type of supplement. Right. Like, shouldn't you be able to? And that's what I talk about with feeding dogs is that the dog food. Because people talk, well, what supplements do you give your dog? I go, I don't give my dog any supplements because I give them, I feed them a proper diet. They don't need supplements if you give them a proper diet. Same should be with so why, Yeah, so exactly. Thank you. Yeah, we should. Yeah. So I, don't, I just don't see that with vegetarianism. That's a big word for me to say. Um, <laughs> do we have yeah, any? Yeah, the Daniel, the Daniel fast is not vegetarianism. Well, just you brought up the vegetarianism vegetarian thing i don't know that i could last last long enough to do even the daniel fast oh, okay because it was it's a limited period of time and it's not considering yourself a vegetarian it's literally foregoing meat for the sake of the lord wow it's longer than a day is it longer than a day well i did 40 days some people do three days some people do seven days i might be able to do three days i can go three days without eating so i would just do that is that the same thing no oh <laughs> You could, that's just called a fast. <laughs> okay. I, well, but that's also in uh, our faith tradition, much to my dismay, because I thought I was over it after I left Islam. But yes, there's still fasting too. <laughs> Good. What's Yvonne saying here? I, you got control. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know this whole Ohio thing, but as she's in Northeastern Ohio, she loves the song and it's not, uh, no, it's Ohio, not ya. I'm on the shores of Lake Erie near Sandusky, and there is no twang. Oh, there must be areas that have uh, a twang. And then Carrie says, our youngest daughter looks like the oldest, and <laughs> she's the vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> and uh, Kate says, vegans scare me, and rightfully so. <laughs> sorry for Unless all Unless our... it's Carrie's daughter. We have a lot of people that listen. That uh, it's No offense. Uh, Carrie <laughs> says it could be a single meat fast. I don't, oh. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that is, but huh. it's different than the Daniel fast. I, I do what Carrie thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and Yvonne's like, no meat. It's just vegetables. I'm so weak. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, it was hard. It was, I mean, for me, if you're a carnivore or an omnivore, it, it was extremely difficult, but it just felt purifying. I, I, I think it's all about intentionality. Right. Shalom. Maria Baker, nice to see you. Yeah, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Oh, that's why I made funny. That sounded funny. One meal fast. There you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of fasts you could do. Mm. One meal fast. No meal fast. Water fast. Uh, there was one other thing here that I... Oh, you love that. Um, 
the in the time in this age of a spineless religion. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Thank you. I knew there's something that jumped out at me. Though we do not hear much of it in this age of spineless religion. There is nevertheless much in the Bible about the place of moral determination in the service of the Lord. That really is the I mean, it's not just a spine uh, our spineless churches and pastors, <laughs> but it's it's even in our government, obviously, right? The 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 moral decay. The he's talking about in the church. Yeah, I know, but it, it just it, it causes, I think, the spinelessness in the churches, because you know through you know. But it shouldn't. I know. It's just they they create these narratives that were that have never existed really before. I mean, not during our lifetime of uh, you know gender confusion to you know who being, creates a narrative the government the government the the people that are not of god but hold a position of power that make it something that a church now suddenly worries about being inclusive and uh you know the pope saying that he will now honor uh same-sex marriages and that kind of stuff it, it's not because it's be it's because of what the world narrative has become that he again because he's spineless now bows down to something that was created by another body. But you know, to me, it's, I don't understand why it's happening when all throughout history, Christianity has been, uh, God's intention has always been to set us apart. Mm. And so in times of the Greeks and Romans, they, they were far more decadent than even we were. Mm. So um, Christians have always stood out. I don't know why suddenly we want to be appeasing. Uh, and, you know, as a former Muslim, all of us new believers, like former Muslim believers, um, we kind of giggle at you guys because <laughs> <laughs> we do. We talk behind your back sometimes. And to be well, like, when you're Muslim, you talk behind the back. No. As Christians, we talk. Oh, about as Christians, I guess. Yeah, I that get you, you that you guys are just a little bit um, weak need. Yeah. Spines. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how to suffer. Right. You know, we we do learn that some of these people, like Pope, I'm not sure if he did or not, <clears throat> but they 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 went to an Ivy League school, and we're learning how you know that these Ivy League schools are not wow, yeah. places of education any longer. They're they're places of indoctrination. Yeah, for sure. That, uh, that that's what kind of happens. They they may have started off with this, uh, you know, a firm faith in God and understanding of the Bible, but then they get around, you know, a Harvard, for instance, and um, it affects them. They they allow that part of the world to affect them, and they take it into these higher. Well, yeah, Yvonne thinks it's the opposite. She thinks the churches are culturally corrupt. And should have stand should have stood for the word of God, and then that wouldn't have happened. I tend to agree agree with mm. her. I think the destruction of Western society is the result of not holding the faith, because I've I watched that. as being part of Islam how that grows in power because they hold so tightly to it. Mm. I mean, there's no way in God's economy. There would be that many Muslims in the world had the Christians not become corrupt. 
I mean, they're neck and neck, 1.2 billion in the world. Like, there's no way Islam would have risen to the levels it rose. It, it has risen if the church hadn't corrupted. So forget Biden, forget it, forget all that's what's happening right now in the gender confusion. Just the rise of a false religion that is now comparable to the size and and may even in some cases have surpassed an influence. Mm. Because look at the streets of Europe. Right. Look at the streets of the United States and DC in Texas, you know, <laughs> it, uh, not Texas, uh, DC, what's Michigan. Um, in support of Israel. That shows you what a false religion's power is compared to our power. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to um, come to yours and Yvonne's conclusions. Hmm. Wow. Minnesota used to be, uh, I believe, uh, decades ago, was a very... Uh, I don't want to say religious, but it was a, a God-fearing state. Where? Sorry? Minnesota. Minnesota, right. And it, too, is like Michigan. Uh, it's just gone. I, I told you. I mean, I, I was on the stand with a judge that really did not like me because of my religious points of view and uh, caused me all kinds of grief on the stand. Right. Very little of my testimony had to do with my expertise. <laughs> Although <laughs> I remember that. Um, I mean, because I didn't take the vaccine. That that's really what started it. <laughs> yep. And then they went into my social media, and at that time, it was uh, you know probably more political than it was uh, faith based. But um, um, it uh, it was under attack for a good hour and a half, two hours, just yeah. on uh, my beliefs. Um. So that state has really gone a little sideways. Um. Yvonne thinks it's funny that I said giggle. <laughs> <laughs> and Peggy says we need to stand up for the truth. Kate says it is not noble to initiate suffering. It's when we trust God in suffering that is noble. Hmm. Did we mention some nobility and suffering? Are we referring to Daniel? Uh, Kate, I'm sorry. I don't I remember. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carrie says circular thinking. They are teaching the only real truth is your truth. Yeah, your truth. Yeah. No, there's only one truth. <laughs> Yvonne saying, I'm a hippie girl from the 60s and have witnessed and was a participant in the destruction of our families. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll hasn't stopped for 60 years and we are experiencing its wrath. Yeah, so true, actually. Uh, Kathy says, <clears throat> yes, I strongly agree. That's what it's been all along. Interesting. Uh, God bless and take care. Hi, guys. Blessed New Year. You two are such a bright spot on this YouTube site. Your love for the Lord is contagious. Keep up the good work and fighting the good fight. God bless and take care. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so sweet. Yes, love that. Thank you. God bless and take care. That's a very long name. But it's very cute. Yeah. God bless, take care. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Uh, thumbs up, Kate. And Kate says, the Catholics and intense religions that hurt themselves to suffer. Mm. Makes no sense to give suffering a helping hand. Right. Yeah, so true. The Pope, this new Pope. I don't know. He's not new anymore, but what a what a disappointment! All God, all truth is God's truth. Amen. Mm. Yvonne said, "Same generation, but she was a prep. She was preppy." Oh, so cute! Uh, not, a, saying, not a preppy in that you 
prepped for the no, end of times. Preppy, like yes. with polos and I, Lacoste. Right. For whatever reason, I was thinking preppy is in the, like she was a, you know, a preppy. <laughs> What's the uh, word? Prepper. Oh. Uh, case like you're not truly suffered until you're under the ruler of the nuns. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Case uh, had did. a terrible experience with that. Yeah. I did. Uh, they were so mean. I went to catechism and, and uh, yeah. Maybe it's the celibacy that makes it mean. Could be. Absolutely. Right? That'll make you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Not a prepper. Everyone's a pepper. Dr. Pepper. Preppy professional. Yeah. I got it. I got it now. Just yes. at first glance, I was thrown off. <laughs> now, Franny's also like, prepper? No. <laughs> Doomsday prepper. Carrie See? was preppy. She wore polos and loafers. We're talking about, was she talking about being a prepper? Right. Which is a doomsday prepper. You're a doomsday not. prepper. I am a doomsday prepper. <laughs> yes. Carrie was not. Carrie may be now, but she wasn't in the 60s. <clears throat> Franny Tennant. Where are you from, Franny? I think I feel like we know Franny. Yeah, I just I need a reminder. Uh, Catholic schools for 12 years. Yvonne was in with Notre Dame nuns. Oh, and she survived. Wow. Uh, That's rough. Yes. I mean, really, I, 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 and I don't mean any disrespect <laughs> to who the nuns were so tough. They were worse than I mean, they were like men with hobbits. They just like, they walk in and they had, you know, their faces were squeezed in that little thing, yeah. you know, and they just, and I think the one I that had a little bit of a mustache, you know, oh. they got that little hair <laughs> and she was, I just, I've never forgotten her. She was wow. just so, so angry. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not Kate, like Kate's had a horrific experience. Yeah. It's not those. like, uh, you know, the, where our kids go, you know, to the children's ministry, but they play oh, games and have on. fun. And I mean, they're just so nice. And this was like, do I have to, the lady's so scared. She's going to hit me with that ruler. Yeah. I mean, she would threaten it. She would to. like hit it with her hand like this. Like, but they were trying to instill fear. Oh. It was purposeful. It, it, it got me. I mean, I got to say, I, I think it's really awesome that our churches have ways of drawing our children in. But I do wish they were just a little bit more fire and brimstone. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think they need to teach our kids about hell because I'll tell you, I've heard some really great stories about kids who bring other kids to faith. Mm. And they're usually from Baptist churches or something like that, where they taught the kids, your friends that are not believers in Christ are going to hell. Mm. And those kids of, would go back to family members or friends and be like, oh my God, you're going to hell and would start crying. I don't want you going to hell come to church with me. <laughs> like literally I've heard so many great stories. I don't know how many uh, of you guys thought the same way. You guys are all, of course, most of you not um, in f Christian families. So you have all kinds of stories and all kinds of negative and positive, but I've just heard some of the greatest stories about the sprinkling in of hellfire. Mm. It's it's a full counsel of God, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I they you. focus a little bit too much on come and have a great time. Yeah, I hear you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hey, Todd. Todd's I know. Like, I just need more truth. Todd Frazier, <laughs> one of our great school board members, making a difference in our school. 
you guys have heard me talk about our, our great school board that we have uh, have flipped it over to uh, a Christian conservative. I'm saying this on this show. <laughs> I hope it'll it'll come out someday that you know here they are. I knew they were Christian zealots. Um, but uh, we have a great group of people on our school board, and Todd Frazier is one of them. Also, the drummer for uh, occasional drummer for our church. Yes, uh, and the worship team. How you doing, Todd? Uh, Kate says, I got brutalized in the classroom as a young kid and got hit by a ruler over the knuckles if you got times tables wrong. And this was in the 50s and 60s. Same with y- um, Yvonne, where they, she says they pulled their hair and slapped her. We're total witches. Only a few were normal. Yeah, I don't know about them nuns. Um, and Yvonne saying Catholics don't preach hellfire. Yeah, I've heard that too. Like they, the, ones I, the stories I've heard from kids are usually from Baptist uh, yeah. uh, denominations. Um, <laughs> former Catholics have books in the making and then carries like hellfire preacher H <laughs> uh, the rest of it will come up in a second. Maybe it's me. Hellfire preacher. Hedia. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franny says, uh, uh oh. I hear you and tremble Yvonne at the memory. Kate says, oh. And then, yeah, can I do, if I'm going to do the clicking? Yeah, you do get the, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what are you, a Catholic nun? <laughs> I love that. I wish my school had a good group of peeps on the school board. Sadly, not in mine. Uh, Franny says Lake Arrowhead. She's in Lake Arrowhead. Oh, uh, we were just there. We absolutely must flip every school board in California. Maybe I talked to Franny and... on the ski lift. Uh, Carrie says preached long ago and Avon says, amen, sister Kate. Yep. Oh, she agrees. Uh, so how trying to think about our, our talk. Is that friend? Yeah. When, when you have a difficult situation in a a church, oh, complicated, yeah, a complicated thing in the church. What have we learned? We have this very difficult situation in church because there's all these different ways we can go. We've talked about all the different ways to go. Do you talk to the head pastor about the difficult situation at the church when it involves a, a congregant who's been there far longer than we have? <laughs> we just got there. We're disruptors, apparently. <laughs> um, you know, do you go to the head? Do you go to the top? Do you go to an associate pastor that's part of the group that involved this particular talk, this issue? Um, or do you go to the congregate themselves? Is this was one of those things where it, we could have gone either way? Well, and as our friend pointed out, the biblical approach is to approach the person directly. Mm-hmm. And then to take elders. And then if that doesn't work, you take them to the pastor to excommunicate them. Wow. And that's a, a it's a, a biblical. Yes. Uh, do we remember, do we remember what part of the Bible that comes from? I brought it up as uh, in, in the, in the conversation that my mentors, my business mentors told me that, um, you know, it's a blessing sometimes to fire people. It, it's something that is the best thing you could do for somebody yeah. is fire them and uh, rebuke them in a sense so that they will learn from the the situation to be better. Yes. Um, 
picture. I wonder. Uh, okay. Matthew. Go on. So I'm just, um, ha, ha, the great thing. And I, and I think that what we learned today is, is, is that, that very issue is that it's, there's always, it seems a solution found in the Bible. Amen. Uh, you know, the, the solution was presented to us through the Holy spirit, but it ended up being biblical. And, and I think it really resolved the, the issue quite amicably and uh, in a way that I think that honored God. It, 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 but for us, the good news was that we listened to the Holy Spirit in, in the end. And I think that that's something that I think we always have to remember. I, I feel like sometimes I think my flesh at some point wanted to punt. And punting sometimes involves going to the big guy and saying, you know, this is what's going on in your church and we're, we're out of here. That'd, that'd be punting. Yeah. Um, I think even at a certain level, maybe going to the associate pastor would have been punting this a little bit now that I think about it. Now that I know the outcome. Right. It, it seemed like the wise thing to do at the time, but that was me. You hear me? Think about what I'm putting down. I do. Um, how did you feel? What did you get out of the, the situation that we could share? Um, that we needed to confront them. Mm. Because I knew it was the biblical approach to start with the person first. Yeah, I'm glad you did, but you're smart. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just do a little reading. Um, but uh, so I wanted to just share that with everybody who doesn't, who's not familiar with it. So um, we are in a situation where something has happened um, that is just unbiblical. Let's just put it that way. And so we were stuck with, do we go to the, to the people that were involved? Do we go to the church? What level of the church do we go to? And so the conclusion as a happy circumstance seems to have unraveled, we ended up going to the people first. It was um, a family. So uh, now it's going to escalate to other levels of the church. So this is um, a thank you to, was it Yvonne or was it um, Peggy? Uh, it's in Matthew 18. So if another believer sins against you, I'm starting at 1815. Go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. Mm. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a tax collector. Wow. One of the first things that happened was the person themselves confessed. Yes. Yes. Wow. And we had a really great conversation about that because it was just like they were sorry and we're, they, yeah, they didn't attempt to deny it or get out of it. And that was super important. Wow. Yeah. Right, straight out of God's word. It was awesome. Wow. I'm blown away. You just gave me the chills. Oh, uh, and, uh, Jim says, hi, my name is Jim. I first saw Hedia with Pastor Jack, and I've been hooked on you two ever since. You're the oh, wow. quintessential born-again couple and are awesome role models. Oh, that's so oh, sweet. Really? I wish we were role models, but Listen to uh, that. hopefully slowly. Listen, listen. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I can be proud and arrogant about a lot of things, but I told you yesterday about this kind of stuff. I never, never ceases to amaze me, so thank you. Next time you rub your face after something I say, I'm going to say, listen, 
Jim said I'm a role model. <laughs> right? There you are. <laughs> and Kate says, the chances are you won't be believed, Andy. And if you go to the person, they get defensive and prickly, especially if you're the new kid yeah. on the block. Yeah. That's what we're saying, Kate. Yeah. That, that's not what happened. I mean, it, like, it was But shocking. that's definitely what we were concerned about. That's what we expected. <laughs> that's what we said. That's what we said. And that's we just wanted to punt this into next Tuesday. Right. And you God know what I mean? said no. Yes. No. Do it. Handle you, it. You Handle your it. business. Because what we learned in this discussion, we just, I mean, let's put it this way. This one went really well. And it could have gone totally sideways. But the lesson also learned is that you've got to check the box. That's what the Bible says. That's what God says. Honor the person by giving them the chance to affirm or deny. And then you go to step two. But if you do not allow the person, and I called Andy yesterday because we were just mulling this over, going back and forth. And I was like, what do you think? What do you think? And he's like, let me think about it. And what about this? What about that? And then I called him because it literally came like a lightning bolt. Like mm -hmm. I felt like the Lord just dropped this arrow into my heart and was like, you have to call the girl. You know, you, you have to call because it's a family involved and you have to speak truth to her. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I called Andy. I was like, listen, I, I, I have to take that step. And he's like, totally, let's go, let's go ahead. And so then I did that and he did that. And, and it, but um, that led to a whole snowball of, of events. Um, but I'm really praying and I'm really hoping um, that it really turns out um, for the best for everyone. But um, so far we've just, um, <laughs> surprise taking god's approach has been super successful wow this is so <laughs> weird <laughs> i can you imagine i mean you know we're just two people walking with jesus never never ceases to amaze me how amazing jesus yeah. can be <laughs> but yeah. uh, also understand that it may not that's why he gives you the steps if it doesn't yes he gives you the okay exactly if, and if that don't work yep, here's step two it, yeah go to the next step but um, as I tell my daughter, if you don't follow in stage one, we will titrate up to stage two. <laughs> stage three. What was so, that word you use? Titrate. Titrate. I learned it from the therapists. Oh. <laughs> so that's the word they use when you when you don't pass level one. You know, then they're like, we're gonna titrate up to a, a higher level of care. Here's the difference between you and I. And it's not good. Here's the difference. The, the a therapist would have said that in front of me. She was I would have said. I never would have remembered what she said. I go, she used this word. I loved the word. That's why I, I remembered think it, it. I think it was Titanic. <laughs> it was I don't know such why she brought up word. Titanic in our in our devotional in our uh, meeting. I loved it. I thought it was the greatest word. Titrate. It's kind of like circuitous. I love it. <laughs> that I can remember for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I almost grabbed the mouse. I don't want to get hit again. Now, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, exactly. I'm with a nun. <laughs> God, as Yvonne says, God will not contradict himself. Yes. And uh, Carrie's pointing us to Galatians 6. Oh. And yes, we confront the brother first. Um, and Kay says, that's why pedophiles get away with deceit, because they are more credible than the victim. The person who is most well-known is the most protected. Interesting that you use that example. <laughs> Phraseology. <laughs> how, does, how does Kate know all the way in Australia? Uh, Carrie says, what is the scripture? It is Matthew 18. 15 to 25, 15 to 20. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Kathy said 15, but it's 18. I don't know. Maybe there's something else. To yeah. Maybe we need to look at 15 too. Uh, that's a great outcome. Kate says, 
God in it always makes a difference. Ooh, absolutely. Peggy says, thank you for following the spirit. Yes. And that that took uh, 50 years for me to learn to follow the spirit. So I appreciate (laughs) that. Thank you. Because you're always like, no, that sounds that sounds impossible or that sounds unreasonable. I'm not going to listen. Well, again, I talked about this a couple of days ago that God tells you to do something and then the, the fear sets in. And that's the difference. Like I've been told to do stuff like this before. And I go, no, there's no way I'm doing that. I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want to get an argument. You know, I want to, I'm avoid, avoid, avoid. Uh, but it was just so funny. I got to tell you, yeah, I, <laughs> you really, you know, with strangers or like people outside of family, you definitely are conflict avoidance, mm-hmm. um, which is fascinating considering you're a cop for some years. Yeah. Like, is it? Is it one of those things? It's like when somebody, so I work so hard in such a difficult profession. Every time somebody tells me to like start a business or do some kind of work, I'm like, I have this like allergic response to it. So is it like that? You're like, oh, I spent years with yucky people fighting over yucky things. I just don't want to fight. No, I I get it from my dad because my mom was very strong uh in many ways <laughs> just strong like in her opinion that uh, you know things upset her and my dad was always it's okay she, you know and oh it's okay i mean really big things and he would be like that's all right it's not that big of a deal no it's a big deal and he goes, no. you know so he was very passive um and i think i just got that from him that it was just like if i can do everything i can to avoid it but then you know it would it would finally get to him after about you know months of Right. holding it in and i think that he would then he would make himself three or four martinis <laughs> <laughs> but i think it stems from him but surely like i said the other day um the armor of god is much like the uniform of the of, that i wore as a police officer it it, it gives you uh, a sense of of power and and willingness to to then and be... I'm going to tie this back to the devotional. Oh, that's great. Because that armor is the moral determination. Mm. The armor is not just, I'm a Christian. Yeah, we all have the fire insurance policy. Yeah, Jesus saved us, died for our sins. Woohoo! We get eternal life. But it's the moral determination. It's the conscious effort to walk with the Lord in all that we do, that feels like armor. Don't mm. you think? Yep. It's not just the fire insurance policy, which you've had for 20 years, mm. or at least you assumed you did. Um, but it is, I know I'm living as, you know, I'm, I'm practicing righteousness. I am trying to practice righteousness. I know I am not purposefully living in sin. Um, therefore, I believe my Lord is guiding my steps. And therefore I have an armor that makes me courageous. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Okay. It carries questioning my passiveness, but (laughs) yeah, I don't know if being calm under fire is the same thing as being passive necessarily, but yeah, I know. Considering thinking uh, of Andy as passive, just the two words do not. I know. We can't use that description. Really, we can't. Again, I, I've been told most of my career as a police officer, even in business, that I was too nice all the time. You're too nice. You got to be a little bit meaner. Why are you so nice? Um, 
And then like today, the, the day uh, where my, I was driving my, uh, our daughter, Ray, um, all over the place uh, to cheerleading, to gymnastics, and then to the DMV. And then we drove all the way to a further DMV. Then it's farther away because of, they say it's easier to pass driving tests and things like that. And then we, we, after all this whole day and then driving much further, you know, I'm the one doing the driving. Right. <laughs> and we get there and there was something that was needed that she didn't have. And so we couldn't follow through with the appointment that she had at the DMV. And she, on her way home, was having a little bit of a meltdown. Oh. And I, you know, had calmed her down and said, Ray, you got to learn that these things are going to happen. And the more you freak out and, and get so upset over things that you cannot control. And it's, it's over. Like we went all that way. You didn't have it. And so it's so what. Well, she had a meltdown after you're back in the car. Yeah. Like not like, trying to resolve yeah, she's it. She's crying and like, Aww. I can't believe it. And I should have known. And my, 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 I don't know why a 15 year old girl has to know how to do these things. I said, this is the reason I have you do these things is because you learn, you will learn now before you go to an appointment that you make sure that you you'll understand what it is you need. It's clearly on the website when you make the appointment. These are the things you need before you go to your appointment. See, this is the one of the fundamental differences of me and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> because I would never leave it to my daughter. To oh, absolutely. I took care of every single detail just because I didn't want to drive back and forth no. 15 times. But Andy's all about the lessons learned. Yeah. Because most everything else she was able to do. She's got, she's been able to take the test. She's been able to do a lot of it. Yes. This was the one thing. I mean, she needed a birth, birth certificate. I don't have a birth certificate. So it would have had it been something she thought of well in advance. Right. And um, it didn't. But I said, this is those things. I mean, these are the things that you won't forget. You'd yeah. forget you would have never even thought about it if I would have done it for you. Uh, and then she stopped crying and she, everything was fine after that. She goes, oh, I understand now. Uh, essentially is what she said. She goes, I get it. And I'm sorry that I got so upset. And I said, it's okay. I said, just, you gotta, you got, and then also you have to learn that these things are going to happen and um, to make them, uh, you know, to get so emotional about it is going to be hard because it's, it's out of your control. It's over. We need to now move on. Yes. And she did. We, uh, when we stand, oh, great news. Your daughter went to the DMV today. Yes. And passed her driving test. Passed her driving test. How awesome is that? Unbelievable. That is so great. Uh, we talked about, you brought it up in, in, the, in the family chat about uh, your father. Your father loved Zara. He yes. still does. It was his absolute favorite. Um, and uh, I too, when you brought it up about, you know, he'd be so proud of her uh, about everything that she's been through and that she's been able to get to this point where she's at now. Um, I just thought of that. I just saw us. We, I saw his face. Aww. And then he would have been so, if we would have gone to the house there in right? uh, Brentwood. Right. Uh, and said, and oh, said look, look, look at there's look at the paper. He would have been so happy for her and Aww. would have given her probably two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> she would have had a much nicer car, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, she would have given a, 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 the the rolls. He would have <laughs> handed over like here's the keys, that's yours. Um, but uh I just thought of that that it it, it was an awesome moment. Uh, and then Aww. I came home and she runs out of her bedroom and Aww. she's showing me her paper. And, and Ray, her paper, and look at me, and I gave her a big hug. And it was, it's just, these things may seem small to some people, but to us, knowing where we've been, 
yes. and uh, just seeing her growth, um, you know, inch by inch, foot by foot, whatever it is, has been amazing. And that uh, she went out there and did it. It was great. I thought it was awesome. So it was an awesome uh, day. So we, really uh, we got to see a, 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 a child succeed through yes. hard effort. And then we got a, you see another child learn through air. And for those of you that do not know, um, uh, my daughter, our daughter, it, um, has had a very, very difficult past couple of years. Um, has gone through everything from gender dysphoria to substance abuse to, I mean, you name it. We've we've run the gamut. Um, <laughs> and with all due respect to people with alternative lifestyles, we were in Big Bear. And, and she bought a shirt that has in huge print oh, no. across it. It says, I'm not gay. And it has some <laughs> other stuff on the bottom. But it says, I'm not gay. And it says, but $20 is $20. So it's, it's a joke t-shirt. Uh, but I told Andy, I was like, okay, the shirt's really bad and obnoxious. But she bought a shirt that says she's not gay. <laughs> And if you know what we've been through, you got to take a win. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> I mean, like I couldn't even believe it. I mean, I can't even tell you. I've heard everything from I'm a boy to I have no gender to I have no choice. I have no preference to I'm not gay. Um, Do I want to kill myself? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I mean, we, we go from the, the brink of, of uh, the grave yeah. to where we're at today. It's in everything in between. Yeah. So it's been... Um... <laughs> What a wild ride. The t-shirt says that I'm not gay. Yeah. And we got to be happy with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that's why getting the driver's license is such a big deal. Because she's had a permit for over a year, but I wouldn't get her get a license because she kept getting in that's trouble. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's the reward. It was. Yeah. There it awesome. is. Yvonne Kennedy. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not saying anything. She's saying, when we stand on the word of God, we're humble and powerful. And Kevin, hey, hey Kevin, Kevin, happy nice new year. Uh, Kate thinks um, that the uniforms give you authority, which they do, of yeah. course. And she had authority when she put on the nurse's uniform. Mm. But without the uniform, she was just her. Yeah. Just me. Absolutely. But still a daughter of the king. I bet you never picked up a bedpan when you weren't in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie believes you could still be nice and be a warrior. Yes. It's just... Uh, and nice is not a weakness. That's what I told determination. Them. I said, I could be a cop and be nice. I could leave me alone. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's actually a biblical warrior, too. It's the fruit of the spirit. Kindness uh, and gentleness, self-control. Yeah. The sign behind you, be you, God. Yeah. Is that what that says? Be you, God? Your sign. Oh, one of the letters fell off. <laughs> but God. It's supposed to be but God. Where's the T? Be you, God. Oh, it's upside the, down. The T fell off. <laughs> it's that's the, hysterical. The those, they they really mess with our our set here. Oh, that is so funny. Amen, Andy. It's a waste of energy to fret over something that's totally out of your yeah. hands. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne says that is such a milestone. Wow. Yeah. Looking on the bright side. Amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Yvonne says, "God bless you both. God is good always." Yes. Yeah, and you know, um, God bless Pastor Jack because. Uh, the first day he met my daughter, I told the story before, but for so many of you watching that don't know, um, he looked at me and then he looked at her and he says, you got a shotgun. And I said, and I just froze, you know, I, I barely knew him, you know, and, and it was, it was, you know, five years ago or so. And 
uh, he said, and I said, yeah. And he's like, you're going to need it. <laughs> and if she was 12 at the time and it was, it's just been this just crazy road. And the Lord was so gracious um, to me constantly, you know, teaching me and, and consoling me, stand on the word of God, stand on the word of God, stand, love her, love her, stand on the word of God. And that balance love her and stand on the word mm. of God was so difficult. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's like, I love you, but I want to kill you. This is what the word of God says. <laughs> I love you, but I'm going to smack you right now. I was <laughs> crazy, you know? And uh, the last time in just our deepest despair, me and Andy went to Pastor Jack and he was like, your children must know you stand on the word of God and your house belongs to the Lord. That's mm -hmm. it. They, you love them, but they must obey um, the rules of the house. And he's like, you know, you cannot compromise that. And he's like, I promise you, if you do that, even if they rebel, they will come back and respect your stance. Um, and that's what we did. And um, so far, it's been a just amazing, amazing journey. Absolutely. Yes. Yvonne says. Cannot compromise with God's word. <laughs> right when you said it, it popped up. So, so good. Spirit Wind says. Wow, Zoe and Ray, awesome for you both. Congratulations and lessons of such value learned. Yes. We all learned today. We did. We all had our moments of learning. Absolutely. That it was, was a really cool day today. It was. And we were barely together. Yes. I know we're, we always say we, we, we're always together. We talked you. on a phone. I said, we do live together. We're just uh, often driving <laughs> different kids, going different things. Um, I'm not a driver anymore. Oh. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best Mel Gibson uh, impression. Peggy says, no, I think I have to help you with a little bit of driving. Uh, pray, <laughs> pray for our son who grew up being taught the truth and is 22 is living a lifestyle that God hates. Mm. Yes, we love him and stand on the word of God. He isn't living with us, but living with his guy. I'm so sorry, Peggy. It yeah. is so, so absolutely um, difficult. So heartbreaking. Um, please give us your son's name so we can pray for him and, uh, never, never, never give up, never give up. Uh, God willing, he'll. He'll come around one day. Yeah, we live uh, so much uh, in an amazing place that we're at because of Pastor Jack and his words oh, of wisdom and his would, uh, messages to lost. our our one on one on one conversations. And it's um, like I told him during our interview. It, I just love him so much for yes. what he's given us. Absolutely, um, because of him, we are. Who we are. Our family is what it is today because of Jack. Oh, I'm sorry. Pastor Jack. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't call him PJ. As, my, <laughs> as my dad says, when you go to school for decades, mm. or in Pastor Jack's case, <laughs> when you run a congregation for 30 years, you've earned the right to keep the title. <laughs> for people to use the title. <laughs> you know, when you got it, I, I, I understand that. I became friends with, uh, you know, lieutenants and sergeants uh, and captains and even chiefs of police at the Anaheim Police Department. And and I did. I always called them by their title. 
and said yeah. yes or no, sir. I mean, even after uh, Chief Downing was no longer chief, I still called him chief. Yeah. He's like, why do you still call me chief? I'm like, because. <laughs> you're chief. Because you're the chief. All right, Shinogs, you've been talking for an hour and four minutes. Yeah, we got to get going. <laughs> We've been going on forever, you guys. Sorry to keep you so long. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's a new year. We uh, we had a lot to get out, and we've, um, we've not been on uh, very much in the last couple of weeks. So we it's great to, to be, be better. We missed you it's guys. It's a new year. Yeah, we missed you guys. We love seeing the new people and the new names uh the, that have been added to our family so we love that very much yes thank you um did we get it dylan uh yes dylan is his name and we will definitely add him into the prayers and then bibles our foundation pastor jack's a man who walks with god amen yeah. and peggy's saying good night and we're gonna pay for dylan uh peggy yep and yvonne says well lots of fun <laughs> <laughs> thank Thanks. you yvonne <laughs> all right uh Dear Lord, thank you uh, for thank you for faith. Thank you for your word that is a light unto our path. Uh, may we never um, may we never walk away, Lord. Uh, keep us all faithful. Draw us closer to you. Draw our loved ones closer to you, Lord. Um, bend their knees. Uh, bend their knees so that they worship you, Lord. Uh, we we are willing and stand here, um, standing in the gap for our loved ones and our children that are far from you, Lord, and that we just ask that you, you draw them close, that you draw Dylan, who knows your word, who grew up hearing your word, Lord, that you remind him. You remind him of your way. You remind him of the words of your Bible, um, the oath that, uh, that it is between a man and a woman in marriage, and, and all that you say about um, the first of creation of men and women, Lord, um, draw him back to you, Lord. Um, and we know, we know that there are, um, there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing too difficult. And that miracles, you are the miracle worker than the way maker, uh, continue to bless Eddie Lord and bring him back into total restoration and health. You are Jehovah Rapha, uh, Lord, our answers come from you. Our healing comes from you. Um, all blessings, all blessings and provision flow from you, Lord. So allow them to flow in abundance to each and every one of our families. We love you. We're so grateful for the blood. We're so grateful um, to have Jesus as our high priest. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been our pleasure. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> our pleasure. One last one. Put a hedge of protection around our children and grandchildren, Father. In the name of Jesus, draw Dylan to you. Amen. 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 All right, my friends. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for all those uh, that have uh, decided to write comments that no, don't normally do that. So yeah, we really appreciate that. We you. love it. All right, my friends. We love you. God bless. Bye. Happy New Year.